This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you are tired of trying to figure out what to study, if you want to get a better job but your English is holding you back, or if you feel stuck at the same English level and you don't know what to do, then the Academy is for you. When you join the Academy, you will get access to a 365-day English lesson plan created specifically for intermediate and advanced English learners. These 365 days of English lessons will cover English vocabulary, American culture, listening skills, fluency, idioms, expressions, and so much more. You will also be able to join a private community where you can practice what you learn with English learners from all around the world. So join today by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much again for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now remember in the last episode I told you that this week you were going to hear two conversations that I had with Teacher Julie all about food. And remember I said these conversations were all a part of the weekly English words membership. So, remember to go to weeklyenglishwords.com. You will be able to see so many video explanations of the words, expressions and idioms that were used during our conversations. As an English learner, you desire to sound like a native English speaker. The only way you can do that is by listening to real English conversations. And that's exactly what you'll get every single week as a member of the Weekly English Words membership. So remember to go to weeklyenglishwords.com. I know you'll enjoy it. We'll see you there. And I hope you enjoy this conversation in today's episode. All right, let's jump right in. Hey, Julie, how are you? Hello, I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, I really enjoyed our last conversation. So I'm looking forward to our conversation today as well. Uh, we talked about food for those listening to this one. And maybe you didn't have the opportunity to hear the previous episode. I would actually advise you to stop listening to this one and listen to the previous one first, because we had a great conversation uh, for those listening. We talked about food and we got into a lot and it was really interesting. So Uh, but for today's episode, what we're going to do is we've chosen five words or expressions from the last episode, and we're going to kind of go into more detail and explain how you all can use them in real life. So Julie, are you ready? I am ready. Yes. All right. Good. Let's jump right in. So the first one, Julie, is willing to try new things. What does this mean? Willing to try new things. 
Uh, so it basically means that you are open to the idea of trying new things. Um, and of course, in the last episode, we talked about food. So we use this phrase in the context of food. So if you're willing to try new foods specifically, it means that um, when someone offers you something, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm happy to try it. So I think that this came up when I was talking about myself, that yeah. I'm always willing to try new foods. Um, but you can use this phrase willing to try things, not just to talk about food. You can be willing to try new activities, willing to go to new places, willing to meet new people, willing to change the way you do something. Um, so it's a, it's a really nice expression. And it just means like you're open. Um, yeah. You're not reluctant or you're not afraid to try new things. Yeah, so this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good one. I think it's something that, you know, we as native English speakers use on a regular basis without even thinking about it because it's such a natural expression. Yeah. Um, I also, I, I'm willing to try new things. I'm thinking about when I was younger, just to give another example outside of food. When I was younger, I was known as like the daring friend or the one that would be very adventurous because I was always willing to try new things. I wasn't scared of things when I was growing up. So I would try, like if there was a new thing at the playground, I would try it out. Or if there was a new flip or a new game, like I would always be willing to try the new game or the new activity or the new playground, um, I guess, the things at the playground. So I mm -hmm. also, I think I'm still adventurous. I'm willing to try new things. So yeah, it's a very good expression to use. And it kind of describes a person, whether you're yeah. uh, open or closed to new things. And I think you know, interestingly enough, I think this is something that is kind of a characteristic of entrepreneurs. And like, you know, we're both entrepreneurs, like you have to be willing to change. Things are always changing. Yeah. You need new ideas. So willing to try new things to see what's going to work. So very good expression, I think. Really good. Yes. Really good one. All right. The next one I'll explain and then I'll let you kind of give an example. The next one we talked about in our last conversation, I don't care for something. Now, you brought out a good point when we were talking at the end of the last episode that I don't care for something is very different from I don't care about something. So I'll kind of break that down in the comparison between these two expressions. So when I say I don't care for something, it means I don't prefer it or I don't like it. It's not something that I would prefer to either do or have or even eat. We're talking about food. But when I say I don't care about something, it means mm, I have no thoughts about it. I have no opinions related to it. Like I really, I'm not thinking about that at all. Um, so like, I don't care. For example, I could say, let's say politics. I don't care about politics. Like I'm not watching the news all the time. Like I really don't care about politics, but I don't care for, mm, let's see. Let me pause. I'm gonna give you an opportunity. What don't you care for, Julie? <laughs> um, I don't care for, so like, for me, like, I don't care for something. It's kind of like I'm indifferent. Um, mm -hmm. It's like whatever to me. Uh, so in terms of food, for example, I don't care for onions too much. Like, I don't hate uh -huh. them. They're not my favorite thing. Uh -huh. um, and another example with this that I want to point out is that it's very common uh, to use. I don't care for when it's a topic or an object rather than a person like mm -hmm. if you say i don't care about you or i don't care about him or i don't care about this it's a little bit harsh like mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's like you 
it's kind of like you don't like them. So yeah. if you yeah. say to someone, so yeah, generally speaking, it's more common to say like, I don't care about this person, um, which means you don't, yeah, you don't like them. So mm-hmm. they're a little different. Um, I don't care for something. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Neither yeah. here nor there. Neither here nor there. It's another good one. Neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> again, guys, as we're talking, you're going to hear a lot of these natural expressions coming out, but don't worry. Again, go to weeklyenglishwords.com and you'll see video explanations. For example, neither here nor there. What does that actually mean? Uh, we use it a lot. Um, basically, hey, I don't really care if it's here or not. That's the easiest way to understand that one. Yeah. Um, what about this one? Change it up. We said change it up in our last conversation. I think I said it, but what does change it up mean? Uh, yeah, change it up basically just means to change or vary something. Um, and we were talking about food. I'm not sure how this one came up in the context of our conversation. Um, you said it definitely towards the end. Yes, I'm trying to remember said, how I used it too. I'm like, change I don't remember up. exactly, but um, maybe the different foods. That's what it was. We were talking maybe. about how living overseas, like in Korea, it was like kind of the same food. And then like, yes. hey, you like to change it up a little bit, like have different foods. Yeah. Yes, yes. So change it up literally just means to change um, to something different. Okay, so we were talking about food and yeah, we don't want to eat. So for example, let's say you eat a sandwich every day for lunch and then you get sick of eating a sandwich and you decide to change it up and you have soup or salad or something else. Um, but you can use this for anything routine that you want to change. So it can also be uh, your study habits. You can change up your study habits. Um, you can change it up with the things you wear, the way you look. You can change your hair. It's basically breaking a habit, breaking a routine and kind of doing something new. Uh, so it's really, really useful. And it's a nice expression. It's it's good. Change is good, I think so. It's yeah. always good to change it up. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. Uh, there's that expression. Um, when you change up things, you keep things fresh. Like you keep mm-hmm. it kind of like, even like in a relationship, like whether it's you're, you're dating or even when you get married, you don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again. And kind of the relationship can get stale. Uh, it's another yeah. one stale, like remain like kind of the same. So you want to change it up a little bit. Maybe you start going on a date on Tuesday nights, but you change up the location or something different to keep things fresh and not boring. So yeah, change yeah. it up is used in a lot of different situations. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to actually just add on to the word stale because yeah. you use stale to describe a relationship, but we were talking about food and stale yeah. is also for food. So if you have bread and when you buy it, it's soft. And then after a few days, it's very hard and you lay, it's like a rock, you know, the bread is stale. So um, this word is really good. It's just something that's not fresh anymore. Um, so yeah, relationship can be stale and bread can also be stale. So yes, good correlation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one uh, is me. Number four, star of the show, star of the show. Now, during our conversation, you used star of the show when you were talking about, um, food. I don't think you were talking about sugary foods. I'm trying to remember what were you bringing up when you said star of the show? I said that we were talking about, um, how important is uh, food in our culture? And I said that it's important, but it's not the star of the show, like in a social setting. So yeah, yeah I think that was the context. That is what it is, what it was, yep. So like star of the show, basically the focus, the main focus, what everyone is kind of like looking at, focusing on, talking about, um, and like taking all of their uh, conversations and 
focusing them on that one thing. So the star of the show, but it doesn't always have to be about food, which again, you and I mentioned as well. It can be about other things. So a person can be the star of the show. So you can have a movie, like a Hollywood movie. Who is the star of that movie, the main focus of the movie? Or you can even have um, in a classroom environment, there can be one student, let's say they're doing a presentation and the presentation requires them to come up front and do something together. But there's one student that is the star of the show. He or she does an amazing job. So he or she is the star of the show. Do you have any other examples of star of the show that can help students that are listening? Yeah, yeah. So it, like to help you guys remember it, it's literally um, the main character in a show. So it can be uh, in a musical or in a movie. And we take it and apply that principle to anything we're talking about. So it can even be in a dish, for example. So let's say, for example, um, Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner. The turkey is the star of the show. So we usually have a big turkey and then like lots of little side dishes, but the side dishes are not that exciting. They're just there. But <laughs> when you look at the table, you see that that, um, you know, is is the most noticeable and eye catching thing. Uh, for yeah. example, at a wedding, usually the bride is the star of the show. Um, yeah. Everyone kind of pays attention and looks at the bride. So, yeah, it can be a person. It can be an object. It can be a food, anything that's like the main um, most exciting or eye-catching or attention-grabbing thing or person is the star of the show. You know what? I'm going to ask this question. It's on slash off topic a little bit because you mentioned it. You mentioned uh, a bride being the star of the show at a wedding. I want to know your thoughts. So what do you think, you know, usually the, the bride has all white and the guy usually will wear the black suit, like the black tux. Uh, I've been to some weddings where the guy also wanted to be the star of the show. So he wore all white. And there was one wedding okay. I went to and the guy walked down the middle aisle before the wife. Like he wasn't just waiting. You know, you'll walk down with his mom usually and stand up front and wait for the bride. No, like everybody stood and he walked in with his white tux. <laughs> okay, I can see your face, but they can't see your face. Well, that's a little. <laughs> right. So again, it was a little, what I say? It was shocking for us too, because we were like, bro, you're doing the most. <laughs> You're doing the most, uh, like okay. he wanted to come in. He wanted to be the star too. What do you think about that? You know, I think that I'm sure he looked good in his white suit and you know, white suit can be very flattering. Um, However, like the walking in before, like walking in solo before the bride is a little bit much. Cause like everyone is expecting the bride, like you stand up yeah. and then, so maybe they discussed it and maybe she was okay with it. And at the end, that's what matters. But me personally, I think it's a little bit, little much, little unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a good example though, of somebody wanting to steal <laughs> the spotlight and wanting yes. to also be the star. Like there can only be one star, but yeah, it was interesting. You know, we kind of had a laugh about it. We're like, okay, y'all are happy. He's happy. You're happy. Okay. It's all good. It was just a little bit. <laughs> Out of the norm, if I can say that, out of the yeah. norm. So, all right, we have one more. Out of the way or drive, we said drive out of the way to get good food. I said that when I was saying like, I'd go 30 to 40 minutes to get good food. So what does it mean to go out of the way or somebody to go out of their way? Yeah. So to go out of your way um, just means to inconvenience yourself or do something that is not super convenient for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
your example in the last episode was you go out of your way to get certain food and I also do the same. So yeah. like um, you can kind of think of something that is on your way. All right. So out of your way is opposite. So imagine that uh, every morning on your way to work, you pick up uh, coffee or you pick up your breakfast on the way. So it's very convenient. If you go out of the way, it means like you drive an extra 15 or 20 minutes just to get this specific coffee that you really like. It's not convenient, but you do that. Um, but so it's literally like out of your way to yeah. out of the way that you were going, but you can also go out of your way for someone. And this means like you just kind of do extra things for them. You go above and beyond. Um, so if they need help, you'll, you'll help them. If they ask you for something, you'll do it. It might not be convenient for you, but you do it anyway. So yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> Yeah, honestly, the only thing I would add to that is uh, the part you mentioned about going out of your way for somebody else. Uh, we've had lots of conversations, and I think this is also a part of your character, your personality. Like for your friends, people you care about, you go out of your way to make sure either they feel special, they feel appreciated, or if you want to help them with something going on in their life. So I'm the same way. Like for my friends, I try to go out of my way to be there for them if they need yeah. me to be there for them. And, and they'll do the same for me. It's kind of reciprocated. We both do the same for each other. But I think this is something that um, it's good to understand. Going out of your way for another person is a sign that you really actually care about them. So it's a really good yeah. expression. Really good expression. So, Julie, you know what time it is. I know what time it is. It's that time. For those listening, this is a time where we get really creative. And we take the words and expressions and we make a creative story. So uh, what we're going to do again, the words and expressions, number one, try new things. Number two, don't care for it. Like I don't care for it. Number three, change it up. Number four, star of the show. And number five, out of the way. So I think this is going to be a very interesting story, uh, Julie. Yes. So uh, let's do this. Uh, I'll let you start and then we'll go back okay. and forth as usual. So you ready? Okay. Yes. Yes. Here we go. Okay. So on the topic of food, um, one afternoon, Mm. Tiffany and I, we finally met in person and we, were, <laughs> we decided to go out for dinner. And Tiffany visited me here in Dubai and I said, what would you like to eat? And she mm -hmm. said, you know, anything. I'm always willing to try new things. You show me around. You can pick. You decide. And I was so excited to um, try the food that she was going to suggest because I know she has really good taste in food. Um, so we went out and we found this really nice restaurant and we sat down and we were looking at the menu and she knows that I'm vegetarian. So there was a dish on the menu and the dish was actually um, a vegetarian burger, but the burger was made from a mushroom. So she said, hey, Tiff. Um, she didn't know I didn't like mushrooms yet. She's like, Tiff, this is a great burger. You should try it. And when I saw that there was a mushroom in it, I said, oh, I don't really care for mushrooms. Is there anything else? And I said, luckily for you, there is a whole vegetarian restaurant next door. So why don't we change it up? Go next door. And I'm sure that you will find something there that you'd like. I was down with this idea. I was excited about it. So we both got up and we went to the other restaurant. 
Now, when I walked into the restaurant, I saw that there were a lot of people in there and they all looked happy eating their food. So we sat down, looked at the menu, and then the waiter came over. So um, there were so many things on the menu that I wanted to try, but I wanted to know what was the best thing. So I asked the waiter, I said, hey, can you tell me uh, what's the best thing? What's the thing I should definitely eat? This is my first time here in Dubai. And he said, hey, let me let you know, the star of the show, the star of the show at this restaurant is our Mexican uh, salad. I said, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Tiffany had the Mexican salad and it was the best salad she had ever had in her life. And <laughs> even though she does not live in Dubai, she said, you know, that salad is so good that I would go out of my way and come back to Dubai just to have that salad. And of course, to see you again. Julie, listen, I'm, I'm not one to toot my own horn, but we did that. That story was amazing. That was great. <laughs> that was so smooth. Like It really was. I was like, this story sounds real. Yeah, it does. <laughs> wow, that was good. So guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, it sounded very realistic. But again, we just want to do that again every time to help you guys see that you can be creative and you can make your own stories too using the expressions. Um, yes. You can use one or you can use all of them, but we enjoy it. So hopefully you guys enjoy listening to us come up with creative stories. And one day that story may actually come true, which is why I think it was smooth. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this could actually happen. This could actually happen. Good. It could. I don't know if you'd come back just for a salad, but it's so a little I far. I'd to visit. Like, <laughs> it's a little far. <laughs> Oh, it was good. Well, Julie, thank you again. Uh, always enjoyed the conversations. And I also enjoy when we are able to kind of break down the words and expressions for the students. Yes. I think this is how they really learn how to speak like us, like native English speakers. So thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to see video explanations for all of the words and expressions that were used in today's episode, all you have to do is join the weekly English Words membership by going to www.weeklyenglishwords.com. Once again, that's www.weeklyenglishwords.com. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.